Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of our Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. Today, we're going to talk about um, how things look in my homeschool, actually. I am going to do a homeschooling episode today. It's been quite a while. I do believe, though, if you are not a homeschooler, that you will still want to listen in and maybe just uh, get a peek into what it's like as a homeschooling family um, and to hear... Uh, you know, what we're up to. This is our 15th year of homeschooling, and that is just mind-blowing to me. And it's going to look a little bit different this year. Um, And I'm going to tell you why in a minute. So before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. Their mission is to help homeschooling students and families learn, live, and defend the Christian faith through their print and digital curriculum as well as their online classes. Right now, you can sign up for their newsletter and receive the free guide to Apologia Science and Welcome Home resources from Apologia. So go over to Apologia.com and find all that fun stuff there. So as I said, I wanted to talk a little bit about my homeschool today. Of course, how I keep it in my home, how I keep it simple in my homeschool. And I wanted to just kind of like update you guys on where we're at in our homeschooling journey. In fact, speaking of homeschooling journey, I have a new book coming out very, very, very soon. I actually received the proof copy yesterday. And there's a few slight changes that I want to make. And then hopefully, Lord willing, in a week or so, I will be able to release it on Amazon. It's a super short book. It's not long. It's called The Home, uh, the Simple Homeschooling Journey, uh, Building a Family and Not Just a Transcript. And it's really all about our journey from kindergarten to high school graduation and off to college and how we stayed on that simple path and how God led us through that entire journey from beginning to end. So I hope that you will find it encouraging. I will announce it from the rooftops when it is ready to be um, available on Amazon. You'll hear from me all over my social media and of course on this podcast. So keep an eye out for that. So many of us have started our school years and I know Many of us may be homeschooling for the first time, or you have been kind of thrown into virtual schooling, which, you know, is not, as everyone tells you, it's not really homeschooling because um, there's, you know, so much more um, to homeschooling than just, you know, a like kind of school online. So I would love to give you guys some insight if you are out there and you are uh, new to homeschooling or you don't know much about homeschooling, I'd love to share um, about our journey a little bit and really share what we're doing now to update you guys who've been following me a long time. Many of you have been following me for years and years and listening to the podcast for years and years. And we've really uh, come to a new place in our journey in our homeschool. We started out homeschooling when my uh, oldest was just entering kindergarten, and she is now a sophomore in college. So we've completed her 
kindergarten through college uh, journey. And then I have three boys at home still. The oldest is a senior. The next oldest is a 10th grader. And the youngest is a 6th grader. And I wanted to give you guys some encouragement today as well for homeschooling boys and homeschooling teenagers. I hope that even if you're not homeschooling, you would be encouraged um, with what I'm going to say just about, you know, raising boys and teenagers. And um, I absolutely 100% adore and love homeschooling these teenage boys. That's something I would never have expected to say back when my little ones were, you know, one, three, and five years old. (laughs) But God is so good. And, you know, a lot of what I talk about in the book is that we have really focused all these years in our homeschooling journey, our simple homeschooling journey, keeping it simple. We've really focused on building our family first and foremost and you know really solidifying us together as a unit as a family that is following Christ together and um you know I'm seeing the fruit of that now now that my kids are older and you know it's never instantaneous you know you think like well I've done all these devotionals and I've been reading all these Bible verses with my kids why aren't they behaving you know they're like seven years old five years old and you know or they behave one day and then the next week is terrible and you're like but I'm doing all the things I want to tell you keep doing all the things keep doing it because it is not an overnight instantaneous result at all. And think about your own walk with the Lord, right? The day that you, the joyous and glorious day that you came to Christ, were you perfect the next day? Did you not have a few steps back here and there, right? We always um, always are on a journey. That's exactly what it is. It's a journey. So I want to encourage you that there are no instantaneous results. But the beautiful thing is now that I'm looking at this kind of long-term picture, now that we've been in this 15 years, I am seeing some fruit. And I'm going to preface this by saying we are not a perfect family. I try to keep it real on Instagram, like when I'm having a bad day or struggling, you will see that. If you guys follow me on Instagram, I love to use Instagram stories. Um, And, you know, we have had many steps backwards, but then many steps forward. So it's this continuous journey that really is the key word. And that is why I titled the book, The Simple Homeschool Journey, because it is, you know, a long journey. It's not something that we start and, you know, we think like, okay, this is my first week of school and it's supposed to look like, you know, those families on the internet and it's supposed to look like my friend who told me she homeschools and everything's, you know, so perfect over there. It's not. If you've just started homeschooling, do not be surprised if the first week wasn't picture perfect. Do not be surprised if the first year isn't picture perfect. Quite frankly, 15 years, we've never had a perfect year. We've had perfect moments. We've had joyous moments, but they're always balanced out by moments that aren't so joyous or picture perfect. And that is all part of the journey, the journey that God has put you on so that you can live out his purposes for your family, but they don't happen overnight. So if you're just starting out and you had a first day that did not go as expected, guess what? It's okay. Most of the times, 
our expectations far exceed reality. And most of the times we leave God out of those expectations. We have all these expectations of how we think things should be. And we're like, oh, wait, maybe that's not what God intended. So we've had many ups and downs over the years. And I'm just telling you all that, whether you've been homeschooling for, you know, one day or 20 years, that there are going to be ups and downs and it is an absolute journey. So here we are. We are in our 15th year. That just like literally boggles my mind because if you know my story and you can find it in the archives, I will link it in the show notes. Um, It's back in the archives. One of my very first podcast episodes is titled An Unlikely Homeschooler. And that will tell you the journey of how we began homeschooling. I actually tell the story a lot in my new book as well. Um, And, you know, we were really up against a lot of odds. My family was against me. I was against myself, quite frankly. I didn't really even want to homeschool. I just felt that God was calling me to. And I was like, "Uh, no, God, I don't want to do that. And here we are. But, um, you know, 15 years, and I'm going to sound so cliche. It goes by in the blink of an eye. It really does. Like I, It just boggles my mind that I have a second child now that is a senior, that he is at the end of his homeschooling journey. After him, I've only got two left. And uh, that is just, it's a beautiful, joyous thing. And of course, it's a bittersweet thing as well. You know, it's sad. And all of those emotions are also okay. Like no one should say, well, I shouldn't be sad or, you know, I um, should feel this way or I shouldn't feel that way. I think it's okay to feel every single one of the emotions that you are feeling. It's going to be joyous as they endeavor on a new chapter in their lives. It's going to be sad as you endeavor on a new chapter in your life. And, um, you know, here we are. Like I said, 15 years boggles my mind. Things change every year. We've had every year looks different. And this year is looking really different, actually. Um, So I'm just going to tell you what we've been up to in our homeschool, what kind of curriculum we're using. I've had that question so much (laughs) lately. um, I posted on Instagram this week a lot with our beginning of our school uh, week or our school year. And the first question is, what curriculum are you using? What curriculum are you using? So for those of you who really want an in-depth look, I have a video up on my YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, I would love it if you'd go over there and subscribe. And you can find that video over there. It's under Karen DeBuse um, on YouTube. And you can find the video where I show all of our curriculum choices for this year for a 12th grader, 10th grader, and a 6th grader. And so... Um, But yeah, that's like one of the number one questions I get is what curriculum are you using? So I'll talk a little bit about that on here too, because so far we're only two days in. And you know, two days in, everything is wonderful, right? For us, usually September, all of September, homeschooling is glorious. And usually the first two weeks, I'm like, I love this. I love this curriculum. I love our new method. I love our new style. (laughs) And then you kind of like the novelty wears off and you're like, wait a minute. But no, really, seriously, um, I do really think we've made some really good choices. And I honestly think and I know 100% that God has helped us make these choices. They are like our schedule and our choices just line up so well this year. And really like with the culture and everything that's going on and having two teenage boys, it's important to talk about the culture. 
our curriculum is just lining up perfectly. So this year we have decided to do a U.S. government for my two high schoolers. It works well for me to kind of combine them together for certain subjects. And um, we are doing not grass, U.S. government for history. And also there'll be some writing assignments and reading in there as well that goes with the curriculum. Uh, we're only two days in. We're in the first lesson. And it's amazing because it's all about Romans 13 and God putting the govern uh, the authorities, you know, the governing authorities in place. And, you know, it talks about just the biblical aspect of government. And it's amazing because we're also going through an election year and talking about all the things right now that are going on in our government. And a lot of people aren't happy with our government these days. And how do you handle that as a Christian? So I just thought as we were reading through these past two days, like, this is so perfect. Like I said to my boys, this book was written before all the stuff was going on right now, but it's almost as if <laughs> like it was written for literally today. So that was really cool. And um, I'm just excited. So let me explain to you what I'm doing with these boys of mine. So Grace is out. She's at college uh, for years and years. You know, it was the four of us. Now it's just the three of us. It's just me and my farmhouse frat boys of what I named them because I'm the only girl left here at home. And so um, my boys are, they're just a joy. They really are. I have to say that. Um, you know, having the, being the only girl at home, sometimes it's like, I need grace. I need a girl here, you know, but boys are just, I mean, they are hysterical, number one. They are so funny. And I just really enjoy being with them. They make me laugh all day long. We get along so well and we just, I like hanging out with them. Now I'm also going to say, you know, of course, is it all, you know, perfection all day long? No, but the overall gist is yes, I enjoy being with them. They're a lot of fun. Do we all have our moments? Yes. I'm not trying to candy coat it that we're perfect. Um, but overall, they are very enjoyable. So having said that, these teenage boys, what I discovered last year in our home school was we did something in the mornings that I hadn't done with Grace when she was in high school. Uh, we were doing a history last year, world history, modern day world history. And we decided in the more I decided in the mornings that we were going to work on it together. And it just happened to be that we always ended up at the kitchen table and we would go over the lessons and we would go over what they were reading because there were various reading assignments. And then we would have discussions together. And those discussion times became so precious to me. Number one, because yes, we were having great deep, you know, academic discussions. But number two, I was connecting with my boys really on a different level than I had before. And it made me realize that, you know, table time, when you have little ones and they say like circle time or morning time or table time is important for, you know, preschool, elementary ages, early elementary, you know, to sit around and do all these little things. I say bring on the table time for your teenagers. It's just as important, if not more important, because our teenagers are living in a tough world and an ever-changing world, and they need us more than ever, not over there to just like guide them and all that, but to connect with them, to be in a deep relationship with them, to help them navigate 
this crazy world, right? And so, you know, this is all what I talk about as well in my new book is, you know, building that family. And I'm seeing it even more now than ever with my teenage boys. Um, And so I did not do this with Grace in high school. She was more on her own. She kind of just did all her work independently. And, you know, she turned out all right. So if you're over there and you're like, oh, I didn't, you know, do that with my teenagers or I don't have time to do that with mine. Trust me they'll turn out all right, because grace turned out all right, all by God's grace, right? What I'm saying is, though, I discovered that for us, this is working well. And if that encourages you, if you can find the time, or if you can kind of look at things differently in your homeschool, then glean from that. I'm not saying this is what will make your kids turn out well, okay? (laughs) So I just want to give that little word of caution. What I'm saying is this is working well for us and it's a good idea. So last year we started doing our morning time together and what happened was we would have these, you know, history discussions that would turn into biblical discussions and just life discussions and then oftentimes a ton of laughter. We are always like they always have me in stitches, these kids. So we I just realized I would say to them, you know, these are the best years of my life and I know it. Like I would really just be like so grateful and thankful that I had these boys that I was just um, having this fun time with. And I'm telling you, that helps. Having that relationship like that helps so much when it comes to the struggles in school. Like I have one who struggles immensely with academics. For years, we butted heads. For years, it was so hard and so challenging. And I was like, I just want to put him on the school bus. I just need to send him to school. He needs someone else to teach him. You know, all of those things, I'm sure someone out there has also said. And now that I have his relation, like our relationship is um, good. And obviously, he's also matured a lot over the years. It's so much easier to deal with the struggles that come because we are in it together. We are not butting heads. We are, you know, getting along and our relationship is strong. So building that relationship is just so important when it comes to doing the academics later. Don't get stuck on being the teacher and enforcing the academics that you're not building the relationship. The parenting has to come first and foremost before the academics will follow. And, you know, that whole like thing about, oh, they just need another teacher to teach them. They just need someone else, you know, someone that's not mommy because they need to listen to someone else. I don't buy into that. I believe that if they're not listening, to mommy, why am I sending them off to listen to someone else? We are their first and foremost authority, and we are their first and foremost person who loves them the most. So we are the one that they should be having that relationship with. So I would encourage you, if you have, um, you know, kids at home that you're homeschooling, and if you're not, find time to connect with your kids in a a creative way. But if you're homeschooling, um, you can find time in the morning to kind of set the tone for your day, hang out with your kids, connect with them. It's going to make things a world you know, easier later on in the day. So we have been, um, so we started doing that last year. And now this year, because it is my oldest son's last year, his senior year, I really am trying to make it a little more special and really enjoy every moment because I don't know what he's going to do next year. He doesn't know either. But, you know, like with Grace, when I didn't know if she was going away to college or not, I was fully aware that things will change once she's not being homeschooled. So, um, 
I want to make the most of his last homeschooling year, and I want to make it special. So I decided that we're going to do breakfast with the boys um, when we do our history and stuff, because I'll be honest with you, I don't make my kids three meals a day. I have not made my kids three meals a day in years. I know there's homeschooling moms out there, the breakfast, lunch, dinner, big meals, you know, all this stuff. We have our dinner time, our supper together. Breakfast and lunch, they have made their own for as long as I can remember. Once they're able to, they do. So, you know, when you get up, you come down, you eat breakfast on your own, whether it's cereal, toast, you know, waffles, whatever it is, pancakes. Um, And then lunch is usually the same thing. And then I do prepare the dinner for us to eat together. But for years, we've sort of just done our own thing. But I've been making a point now that I said I want us to have our kind of like table time and I'm going to make special breakfast, you know, maybe not every single time, but when I can so that um, we just have that, you know, I'm enjoying like making the meal. I think during the quarantine time, I really got back to homemaking and not in a way of like, I need to keep up with the Instagrammers and I need to keep up with the Pinterest homemakers. Not at all, because I don't even follow any of them. (laughs) But because I just enjoyed serving my family again. And the quarantine time really brought me back to focus on that. So I guess I'm carrying that over a little bit into our homeschool now. And it's enjoyable. It's not something I feel like I'm pressured to do. It's something I want to do. So um, our homeschool is going to look a little different because my oldest son, this is what I was going to say about how this year is different. So we're having our breakfast time together, our history lesson together, and then we are reading some literature together um, and going, you know, assigning things and going over all that together in the morning. And then they go off and they do their own subjects. Now, my son, who is a senior, we realized that in order for him to graduate this year, you know, with meeting all of the state requirements, he really doesn't need very many classes. I think it's like actually only two classes to actually have enough of the credits. I think it's actually probably less than that, but he definitely still needs um, an um, English class, so that he has to do. But other than that, there really isn't much he, I w- I'm putting in quotes, has to do, you know, to meet the minimum requirements of graduation. So um, with my daughter, she also had a lot of the requirements met. But what we, you know, we used senior year to make sure she had enough classes that, you know, would help her get into the colleges she wanted to get into, you know, go a little above and beyond. So for my son, um, we realized he doesn't need science. So he's not doing another science. He's already done biology, chemistry, physics. And so he is not doing a science this year. He's already done algebra one, algebra two, geometry, and trigonometry. So this year he doesn't need another math either. But he is going to do stewardship from Matthew C, which is like real life math and biblical principles of stewarding your money. And so he's going to do that. And then he's going to do the history with us, which also will include like writing and, and language arts and things like that, you know, English. Um, and then, um, and he technically doesn't even need the U.S. government or history class, but we're doing it because I want to. Um, so he will be doing those. Really, those are the main three classes he's doing. And then a health credit, um, like like small half a credit, you know, like a um, elective. And then he's only actually going to be schooling with us. Right now it's three days a week and he's going to be working the other two days, uh, full days of work. So this is like a turn of events because... Over the summer, he got a job, and um, he has really, 
fallen in love with this job. He loves it. He actually told me he'd much rather do that than school right now. <laughs> and it's hard work. Um, he's, you know, doing like construction. It's hard work, but he loves it. And so I don't know if that maybe God is sort of leading him in that direction for, you know, post homeschool. We're not sure. We're exploring that as an option and praying about that. But I also realized that he can easily get the amount of work done that he needs to to graduate for school in, you know, uh, three days a week and then have the other two days to work. And actually, we can count that as like a work study or as classes, you know, electives or however we want to, you know, write it up on the transcript. But it's many, many hours um, a week, more than he would be in classes. And I'll be honest with you. He is learning far more doing that job than he would be at home right now. Me just like throwing in classes there to pad up his transcript, which quite frankly, I would never do because I'm not, as you'll know, the book is called that I wrote, Building a Family and Not Just a Transcript. You know, I'm all about here, not just like here's a one sheet piece of paper that, you know, represents my child. I'm about my child is a three dimensional person that, you know, I want to really have them be well rounded for life, not just to look good on a piece of paper. So, you know, it's easy to kind of put classes in there because of what you're supposed to do. But honestly, he'll be learning far more on this job, doing this job. And he's really enjoying it and the life experience and what he's learning and all that good stuff. So he's starting out doing that two days a week. So I'm only really having him home three days. Now, it may turn out to be more work and less school, like depending on how this goes, because we started for two days and I'm like... You know, he really could get the work done with and work more, but we'll see. So um, this is how we're starting out. We're going to see how it goes. And so that's the beautiful thing about homeschooling, right? That you can tailor your child's education. You can tailor what they learn and how they learn. And just like I said, like a job is teaching him so much more than me just being like, all right, let's throw in these extra classes because we have the time and let's do that because, you know, we can. So I'm excited to see where God leads with all of this. But that's why I said our year this year is going to look different. So I'm trying to figure out like how to juggle everything between, you know, how do we do this having um, days that are going to look different. So two of the days he won't be home. So those days, then I can really focus on the other two boys. So the three days he's home, we'll be doing our breakfast with the boys, you know, and discussion time and all that. And then the other two days that he's not here, I'm kind of excited because I can really hone in on focusing on the younger one, like doing a lot of the stuff that I always say I don't have time for, like the more fun projects and the more fun stuff, and really giving attention then to my middle son, who he struggles a little bit more in his learning. So I'm excited to see how this schedule works, and I feel like God really ordained and orchestrated all of this because... It all fell into place, like, just on its own. I would never have expected to have my son working part of the week and doing homeschool part of the week. 
but this is how, you know, it looks when you let God lead you. And that's what I've talked about all of these years in my books and my speaking is always being open to God's leading and always submitting everything you do to um, trusting the Lord in your homeschool and in your family. So we're going to see how that goes. And we will have my senior, like I said, with us really only part time. So that's crazy. I'm just like a part time homeschooling mama for him right now. Um, And then I'm excited to see how it's going to look the other two days where I have just the younger ones. And maybe that'll help kind of buffer for next year when I really just have them home. You know, my other son is done. So that's what we're doing this year. We're only a couple of days in. We've done two days of school this week. Tomorrow is going to be our first day Uh, I'm recording this on Thursday. It's going out on Friday. So that Friday is going to be our first day to not have my older son with us and to just do school with the younger two. So we will see how this all works out. Um, But I'm excited and I'm always open to what God has in store for us. I keep telling my son he's not sure what he wants to do when he graduates. And I keep telling him, you know what? You don't have to know. You just have to follow God. Like if people say to you, so what are you going to do when you graduate? Say right now, I'm just following God and he'll let me know. You know, what are you going to do? You're going to follow God. You're going to do what you've been doing the past 13 years that you've been homeschooling. And so I trust 100% that God has a plan already for him. And we just have to do our part to uh, be patient as we watch it unfold. We see, you know, little glimpses of things here and there. Well, maybe this is a door opening or maybe this is God's leading, but we don't rush through that door. We wait and we wait and we wait and we pray and we pray and we pray to make sure that that is where God is leading. So we will see what happens with that. So that's a little bit about where I'm at in our homeschool this year. Um, This is our 15th year of homeschooling. And that's a little bit about how things are going to look different for us this year. And as always, I'm going to keep it simple. You know, my very first book that I wrote about homeschooling was called uh, Simply Homeschool, Have Less Clutter and More Joy. And I've always been all about keeping it simple. I cannot be one of those moms that's run around chasing her tail because I will just run in circles, right? Um, I have to keep it simple in my homeschool. I don't get caught up in what everybody else is doing. I did early on, and it was to my detriment. So that is why I have to keep it simple. My motto is always to uh, follow Matthew 6, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given to you. And that's whether it's my family life, my uh, ministry life, or my homeschool life, that we have to seek him first and trust him that everything will fall into its proper place, and he will provide exactly what we need. And so that's what we've been doing. So we're going to keep doing that this year. We're going to keep following God. We're going to keep praying every day. We pray for my son's future and that God would lead him in that. And we just we're open. We're open to seeing how it goes. It gets a little hard sometimes when people are like, so what, you know, are you touring colleges? What are the plans? And you're like, no, don't really know yet. Just waiting on God. But, you know, and that waiting on God and not knowing doesn't mean we're sitting around doing nothing. 
We're absolutely 100% praying. We're absolutely 100%, you know, keeping our eyes open, like I said, for doors to open or for God's leading. And that takes a discipline, a spiritual discipline of spending time with the Lord, of seeking Him. It's not about just like sitting back and saying, oh, we'll wait till God shows us. God will show us, but we got to be walking with Him in order for Him to show us. So that is where we are at in our homeschool. I want to hear, what are you guys up to in your homeschool? Are you a homeschooler? Are you thinking about it? Do you have questions? I would love to answer your questions. You can always email me at Karen at simplylivingforhim.com. If it's something that requires a maybe longer conversation, I am also available for homeschool consulting appointments. I've had a ton of appointments this year because so many people are just starting homeschooling. So I've had several new clients, which I have so thoroughly enjoyed. Um, So if you're out there and you have questions or you want to pick my brain or you need help with guidance, you know, and maybe you're homeschool didn't get off on the right foot and you need a little bit of prayer and encouragement, reach out to me. Um, or you can go to the website at simplylivingforhim.com and click on the consulting button and it'll show you all the information in order to set up an appointment. I do all those appointments virtually. So I was doing them virtually before the quarantine. <laughs> so we just, you know, get on the FaceTime or on the phone, whichever you prefer. And like I said, my new book is coming out soon, The Simple Homeschooling Journey. Um, Building a family, not just a transcript, all about our simple homeschooling journey from beginning to end and how God has led us each step of the way. I pray that it's going to encourage many homeschooling families out there that um, this journey is something never to be feared, but to walk in faith. So also my called home book and my real homeschool book are available on Amazon. Those are great books to kind of get you in the mindset for a homeschooling year. Um, And if you're thinking about homeschooling, I'd love for you to probably read called home would be a good one for you Um, and like I said feel free to contact me at any time so I hope that you are off to a great homeschool year or school year wherever that's taking place whether it's in a school at home virtually or you're pursuing homeschooling I pray that um, God is leading you every step of the way and you are listening for his voice and most of all keep it simple. Get rid of all the distractions, all the extra stuff. Think about each day. What does this matter in the grand scheme of things? That's what I always think. Does this really matter in the grand scheme of things? And that usually helps you discern what things are necessary and what things are not. So I hope that this encouraged you. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.